Welcome to Xbox Uncut's weekly podcast. Justin! No, because it still has a beef core. Does. I would argue the beef core <laughs> is what really makes a burrito. Burritos are amazing, and they should all... And I'm not talking about those dollar store, like, burritos. I'm talking about a yes. real burrito. It's just, it's just amazing. Halo Wars 2. Okay. I think we might see a CG trailer. If not, it's going to be something Halo-related. But I'm thinking, if it's mind-blowing, it can't be something Halo 5. Because they have already sewed off most of Halo 5 already. I, I just... I, I can't believe there's another mind-blowing feature. And Forge being announced is not mind-blowing. Forge has been around for a while. Steve Rules. Kind of easy levels. And I'll be honest, I kind of thought that I was pretty good at M+. I was the shit. The shit. I was good. And I, I was proud of my... And then you found out you were shit. And I was proud of my achievements. I'm going to come out, Jason. And the thing is, though, I don't give a shit either way. Like, if... I, I want to play Street Fighter Five. I'll play it on PS4. I want to play Tomb Raider. I'll play it on Xbox One or PC. Yeah, either one for both of them. Um, but uh, it's just you know, it's it's an exclusive. Exclusives happen. Third party money has happened. I don't give a shit. Welcome to Xbox Uncut's weekly podcast. We're back on a Tuesday. To cover Gamescom, to give our reactions, to look at this amazing week in video games. And I'm joined by two special people in my heart, because these are the two people we have breaks in the show specifically to ask them how they're doing. And they're the only ones here. So I don't know, I guess we still got to do those segments, no matter what. I th- we're, your, we're your rocks. Yeah, you're my rocks. And before I even introduce him, <laughs> how are you doing, Steve? Uh, I'm I'm good, thanks, Dustin. You know, it's a it's a good show by by Microsoft earlier. Um, bit 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 tired, but you know, I'm powering through. I'm good, and that is Steve Rules from SteveRules.com. Well, Steve had something to say before we get started. Oh, Steve, you know what? Take the floor, Steve. So it was about so the last, last week, week. We had a yeah. letter. I think it was from Old No Bones, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that. I apologise if I've got that wrong. That asked us what the the worst Microsoft published games that we'd played were, and I said Fusion Frenzy 2 and Brute Force. And you know, I, I thought about it for some reason this week, and I realised actually those are by far and away not the worst two Xbox Microsoft games I've played. Which actually is goes to Loco Cycle and D four. Because Loco Cycle is just a horrible mishmash of ideas that culminate in in a game so bad that you do feel like you have to finish it but for no possible reason. It's just God, it's just dreadful. And I really just hated D four. I just I just hate it. Just, just I gotta like disagree. It. Those are not they're not the worst, they're played? not the best. Definitely. Um have, I finished both D four and Logan. Did you like, get uh I, was, I I had a strong love hate relationship with Loco Cycle. I, I know like one minute I was like, Whoa, this is the coolest game ever and the next minute I would think this is the worst game I've ever played. It was very inconsistent. I understand that much, and I, I, I understand your criticism too about feeling like you have to finish it. Even well, though you don't really it, want but it had to. that strange allure to it of oh, I should finish this, but then it did. It did. I, I, and the final sequence was pretty awesome. If you were into those old like 
video sequences from Sega CD and uh, 3DO games, which were pretty cool back in the day. So it was a nice shout-out to that. I enjoyed that. But yeah, I still hated it. I I can't put that on the the worst, though, man. That's better than Brute Force. Try playing Brute Force yeah, again. Yeah, Seriously. But, but Brute or, Force, or, 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 but then watch Brute Force then get sort of unfairly criticized because it was a game that came out, what, 11 years ago? A long time ago. I know, but it was still awful a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, but, but Locro Cycle was. was still awful now. No, but if you're going to yeah. root it off that, if Loco Cycle came out when Bruce Force did, would you still rate it as a low game? I think I would probably still be sitting there thinking, "What on earth is this? Why did they? Why did they fund this?" Yeah, it's it's a crazy game. Right, well, but D four, I mean, D four is not terrible. It's an interesting game. A lot of love, but you know that I just, I just, I just did not like it. It's just, it it just is not for me. It's like you know, and yeah. you know what just isn't for you either, Vern. Welcome to the show, Vern, the one and only, the Golden Throat. Thank you for introducing me, Dustin. I, I had to get it in there. Like Steve would have just went on and on and yep. on without introducing the wonderful. Well, Vern. I didn't want to ask him how he was at that point because I didn't want you know him to him to then be upset at. No, 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 Steve. I was never going to crush your segment by doing Vern's segment in it. Oh, I appreciate that. Like last week, I did. I literally had Burns segment and put yours <laughs> in the middle of Burns segment and then continued on. But that's not why we're here. We're not here to talk about old bad Xbox games. That's not what we're here for. We're here to talk about Gamescom about the next set of and about Xbox how Microsoft games. is supporting the European audience. And how they won Gamescom. And how they're the only person to show up to Gamescom. I mean, won <laughs> Gamescom. I mean, I guess you could compare third parties. Then you have EA and Square, but those it's conferences aren't going to be that good. Yeah, like they blew their load at uh, E3, and then at E3, and after yeah, E3, also they were blowing their load on other people's stages. I mean, it's yeah, they yeah. weren't going to have a Gamescom like Microsoft did. Yeah, Square will show Final Fantasy 15. That'll be cool, I guess, if you're into that. Kind of over Final Fantasy now. What are they going to announce? EA, Final Fantasy 7 I don't know, what Xbox Oh, One. EA is going to show gameplay of uh, Mirror's Edge. Yeah. That's their big thing, I think. So, All right, well... Yeah. We don't, we're not doing letters this week. Nope. We decided to be strictly Gamescom. So, so are we just going to go straight through the top of the conference? Yeah, we're going to... I got a... Jason wrote down a list of things for me, so I'm going to read through it. I gave you all the show notes, so if you all want to add anything, we'll we'll go ahead and add it. But I would like to stress, please write us at letters at xboxuncut.com. We only have one letter so far for next week. I need more letters. I need them. We do. Vern needs to... Need some Gamescom reactions. I'm illiterate. Vern's helping me to read, so the more letters you send, the more I'll learn. That's not true. I would never help Dustin to read. Sh- shut up, Vern. I was trying to get sympathy letters. I gotta keep my my advantage, my leg up. Oh, yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and that's why he's muted. All right, and well, no, let's just go into Gamescom. Let's talk about Quantum Break gameplay demo and TV show preview. All right, I'm gonna be honest. I, I barely watched any of the show. I skimmed through it at lunch. I came directly home after work, and here I am. So tell me about all these action stars. Quantum Break, Vern. I need to know. I don't have the names. I don't have the names in front of me right now. I'm going to look them up now. <laughs> this is 
compelling <laughs> stuff. Steve. Here we go. Any name, Steve? I got it here. I got it here. Okay. All right. Sean Ashmore is the lead. He is Jack Joyce. So it's not the Phil Spencer lookalike but, but guy it, that is so, the main character. So what's happened is the Phil Spencer lookalike guy is still in the game. He is just no yes. longer the main character. He now plays a different character. Right. So Phil Spencer has not right. been it's Sean. Right. It's Sean Ashmore, though, who is the, the lead of this game. And that's who's playing Jack Joyce. And you may remember him from X-Men Days of Future Past. He is the Iceman, right? I believe. And I think he was... Was he Jimmy Olsen in the Man of Steel yes. movie? No, wait. Yeah. Wait a second. No, no. That's his cut co- or his brother, right? Because him and his twin brother always get confused. That's right. He has a twin he has brother. A twin brother. Okay. It's one of them. This is the yeah. This is the one from Days of Future Past, and he was also. I want to say this is also the same one that was in. Is it District Thirteen? The following. The following. No, that's maybe? his brother. That's his brother. His okay. brother is in the Sci-Fi Channel like shows. Uh huh. And he's done Smallville. Okay. But this is what this is. So this is Iceman. That's what we know. It's confusing, so people. It's confusing. They have they're twin brothers. That, all right. Right. And then there's also uh, Aiden Gillen. He is the uh, he plays what Littlefinger on Game yep. of Thrones. He's the bad guy. So he's that's okay, pretty he looks cool. cool actually. Uh, I think he's one of the monarch bad guys. He does. Yeah, Lance Reddick, who who is from uh, Fringe and The Wire. Really cool guy. Uh, those are the big names. Uh, there's also someone from Lost, Dominic Monaghan. I never did watch and Lost. He's so. um one of the yeah. the hobbits. Oh, okay, yeah, Pippin. I know what you're talking about. Or, Ma- or yeah. actually, not yeah, sorry, it's I think it's Mary. Um, Wait. but yeah, I yeah yes, and he actually right. plays the brother of the main character. Yes, of Jack Joyce, he plays William yeah. Joyce. So yeah, they got a big cast. So this is a pretty big deal. Um, doesn't look like they're trying to save money on the production of the TV show portion of this game. So the the trailer looked pretty cool too. Oh, um, fantastic. The combat yeah, looked it, awesome. I saw it before the show. I love the whole. They have machines or whatever. <clears throat> so if time stops, that the, they can continue to go and fight you, and like. You saw him like, like speeding around or jumping over, and everything being frozen. But like the enemies would disappear as time slowly moved, and they would be like almost in their own time bubble, fighting. Well, each yeah, other. and the enemies were able to stop time, and yeah, uh, or uh, or or kind of force not being able, not being stopped. Yeah, you know. What but I mean? you saw them like they would disappear and like appear like twenty feet away, like as they, I guess they froze their own time bubble. And we're yeah, it, lo- it looked really confusing, honestly. Like when I was watching it, I d- I was thinking, man, this 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 could be pretty crazy. How are we gonna keep track of all this? But I'm sure as long as, we saw as long as a part of the game combat. that was later in the game. Yeah, like it needs to be like three people on screen at a time, and that way you're able to keep up with what's going on. Because like anything more than that, I think it would be just too confusing. Like you're saying. Yeah, all the effects going on though it was absolutely nuts. I'd never seen anything like it. Looks cool. Looks really cool. We didn't learn much about the story other than what? There's two brothers in the game and 
<laughs> yeah, there's bad guys. Well, I think I think they're <laughs> trying to keep some things for the next sort keep of eight quiet. months. Um, uh-huh. but we got a launch yeah, date, yeah, which is April fifth. Sixth, pretty sure it's fifth. I don't remember. I wish it was on the first. I I I, I wish April it was fifth. Yeah, April. you're right. April fifth. <laughs> I know. But so but wait a do second. Do we think Pause. this is going to be before or after Uncharted Four? I, it doesn't matter. All before. I got to say is, you're going to have so many games to play this winter, Steve. You're going to be wishing this game was later. That's all I'm saying. But I would so put every. I would swap all of Microsoft Five games this holiday to just play Quantum Break instead. Yeah, no, I understand. I'm surprised I'm Fallout's going to be taking up most of your life. Uh, I'm surprised it's on April 5th. You think they would have tried to push it up by like five days or something to get it within well, that, well, the fiscal year? But I guess but they're not that, worried well, about the thing that. Is, right? I don't think it's as much of a problem for. I don't think Microsoft ever think of their game that. that way because the company. When you look at like someone like EA, their entire business is... They're just they're a video, just video game, game company, company, so yeah. they have to get the games out in those periods. Whereas because, I mean, right. Microsoft could just... I mean, you know, Xbox has always been a bit of a The black game hole. division could be written off, and it would be like, yeah, that's whatever, we're, yeah. we're moving on. Like it's, it's So I think, it, I think it, it showed confidence that they were just like, yep, you know what, if that's the date they want to hit, let's go. It's true. So, you know, but I mean, the cast sounds really good. It sounds, you know, it sounds like a big, huge production, and it's it's remedying the gameplay. It's like I saw people complaining at the first that it was too easy, but I don't think what they realised is that the very first enemies that you fight are just like regular soldiers. So obviously, you're just gonna, you know, wreck their shit up, and then all of a sudden, you have the monarch soldiers come in that have the technology to get through all the time stuff, and then that's when the sort of challenge mm-hmm. arose, and you know, and that's and that's fine. Um, it, and they're going to make this game to where it's accessible for new people, and you could play it on a harder mode for people who want to have that hardcore yeah. play. So I'm not worried about difficulty. Like, I mean, we saw what they did with Alan Wake. They had the difficulty mode that changed based on how you played, but there also was a hard mm. mode as well. So I'm sure they'll have something like the that. Only, I do have, I don't know how to describe it. One thing about Quantum Break, okay. You know, when I play a game, Okay, you know, I just sit there, play a game, get to the end of the level. I just, I just want to play the next level. The thing about Quantum Break is, is that once you get to the end of the level, you go into the TV show. Mm-hmm. And I don't know... The thing is, they haven't quite said how long these episodes are going to last. So, I mean, maybe they're only like 5 or 10 minutes. Maybe they're like 20 to 30 minutes. But... I, I think they can't go longer than about twenty minutes. But I guess the thing is, and that's and that's not too bad. But I just because I know that like, doesn't make okay. So I have like one that's like an hour or something. But it's obviously you don't want that. But I just I'm just not sure if and I know the story is, you know, the, the big thing. But and they affect the story affects the game and the game affects the the, the TV show or whatever. But I just wonder if that right. splitting it up is going to be a bit. Of a sort of flow killer. It won't be if the story is good enough, and if the video, the TV show portions are short enough. Yeah. So, like I said, I don't think they can go over twenty minutes. I'm guessing it's going to be shorter because 
if what you do in the game is changing what you see in the TV show, that means they're going to have to film a lot of different outcomes, likely. So that means they also have to cut, mm. you know? So I'm not worried yet. I'm going to wait and see. Yeah, it's just the other thing I would say is that if I were them, I would give an option to say, you know, a, to do a, not not your first playthrough, but a playthrough of, hey, just play the game. I think it each gameplay section unlocks a video and you can skip it or you don't have to watch it. Didn't he say something like that? Sam Lake said that a long time I, ago. I, I, I can't remember. But it's like, that's the problem that the order had. The order, because, the, you know, they were QTEs and... I mean, the game had other problems, uh-huh. but the fact is, is that, you know, the game is a set length because you couldn't skip any of the individual stuff. You know, if I'm playing it for sort of second or third time, I might not necessarily want to sit there and watch it all. Right. But, I mean, I'm not being funny. They're doing pretty good if the only thing I'm a bit concerned about is the sort of pacing and the flow of the game. So, I mean, look, look phenomenal. It's... It looked very polished compared to the other stuff they showed and even stuff at E3. So, yeah. Um... I was I was really impressed. You could tell they pushed back for just polish, just to make it. Awesome. Uh huh. Yeah, and they're going all in on this game. Uh-huh. This isn't a half-ass production. This is their next big. And thing, it doesn't obviously. feel rushed at all. Like it just like no. this is this is going to be. Microsoft huge. wants this to be big, and if it is big, they'll stick with it. So you can tell that. But that's something else we saw a lot is a huge commitment to first-party studios and first-party budget and keeping everything in-house and not having third-party deals. Because they did mention that before the show, how they're going to... It's not part of Gamescom news, but they said they're not going to... They're going to cut all their third-party kind of big publishing aspects and go straight for first-party development, specifically. Well, Phil Spencer in a, it was a China Joy interview yeah. uh, pretty much said that the focus will be on first-party. And it doesn't mean they won't do any third-party no, stuff, but... but... It's, we won't see as much of it. Yeah. So, and I mean, you can be a a bit of a you can be a bit cynical and just say, oh well, oh that's just because they're not the leader, so they can't get the third party deals. But I don't think that's the case. It's just something that's been started a long time ago. But then, um, I mean, Andrew House, the CEO of PlayStation, also said that even they were struggling to get deals. For third parties, right. so it seems like you know, as much as there is that sales gap, I think the Xbox One Plus PC is very, you know, is a very attractive proposition for third parties. Right. But it's just a case of, um, you know, the fact that it, you know they'll they'll pick these deals, you know, when the right one sort of presents itself. But you know, they probably won't be walking around mm-hmm. third parties saying, you know, walking into rooms and throwing briefcases of money at people because they'd rather. Mm-hmm throw that at things that they can own and develop and no, I agree. improve themselves which is the best policy you know you need you need to you need to strike a good balance and i you know i do think that they should do these deals but the right deals the ones that fill a gap in the portfolio the games worth honestly they've in. hit a pretty good balance lately like for launch they went a little crazy with not keeping ips and making more deals instead of actually doing things internally. But I think they did that just to get the games out at launch. But you can definitely see a long-term plan happening mm-hmm. now. Did we read... And them trying to reposition Rare, you know, as a hardcore game maker now is also part of that process. Did we read Michael's comment? 
I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry, I was eating pizza, zoning out. I apologize. He said, didn't like say the story of the show and of the game were separate but intertwined. Yes, they are, because the story of the game follows, uh, what's his name? Jack Joyce. Joyce, something Joyce. Jack Joyce. And then the story in the TV shows follows the villains. Yeah. So they're, yeah, they are, they are separate, but you know, they're connected in the way that things you do in the game will change the story in the TV show. Well, didn't they say that it wasn't going to change the actual video of the show? It's just how you, it'll show a different video. How you perceive, I thought it was, I thought they said it was how you perceive the video in the show will seem totally different. I don't, I could be wrong, but that's what I remember back in the day them saying. I guess it would change your perception of what's going on. You'll look at the videos differently. Maybe that could be it too. But I thought they affected it, but we'll have to do some research on that again. But yeah, they are separate and they are intertwined. All right. And that was about Quantum Break. I know that was broken up, but I wanted to read that. Eight months tomorrow. Bastards. I'm excited for it. But who's counting? I'm counting. <laughs> I'm excited. Quantum Break <laughs> looks awesome. If anything, after this Gamescom, you went, wow, Microsoft has a great 2016 lined up. Like, it, it's, oh, it's going to be amazing. Yes, yes. Which we'll get to now. Yes. What's next? Crackdown gameplay demo. 100% destructible environments coming in 2016. So, we saw multiplayer, right? We did. And we saw... And we saw the cloud in action. Yes, we saw a giant building collapse while somebody running beside it, blowing it up. And you were just like, wow, that looks really fucking cool. I can't wait to do that in multiplayer. That, that's going to be a well, lot And of the building fun. fell and destroyed other buildings. Yes. And, it, yeah, it was, no, but it was, it was awesome really cool. Because the building fell over another building, but it collapsed around it like yes. in a realistic way. That was and it was fucking... really cool seeing characters run around in all this damage. Yeah. Made. So, yeah, it was pretty damn cool. It was fucking awesome. And it looks very early, though. Yes, definitely. Um, definitely. But it, it like, the, look, the, the fucking. Potential's there. The announcer talking to you the whole time, you were just, like, it was just felt like Crackdown. And it felt like the oh, sequel yeah. you really wanted instead of Crackdown 2. <laughs> You were just like, yes, this is what I want. This is going to be it. This is going to be great. I can't <laughs> wait. Crackdown, motherfuckers. Like, I, I can't wait to sit there in multiplayer with everybody and just, like, just blow something up and be like, hey, Vern, we're going to take this building down, collapse that one, and that way they both land on that building and kill that guy. It's going to be great. Well, that's the thing. You're going to be playing, you know it's going to be like a cat and mouse type game, but you'll also be hiding, you know? So (laughs) if you're trying to hide in a building and no one knows where you are, well, they're going to start taking down buildings until it kills you. So you can't hide forever. That's pretty cool. And all the transforming vehicles are still there. Like everything's there. It's just like, I'm so pumped for crackdown. Like I, I didn't think I'd be this excited, but seeing that demo just like got all the nostalgia built up in me, because I'm the guy that mm. literally before they added keys to the city, is I would go to the oil rig place and pick up every single gas can from everywhere around the place just to blow it up in one giant explosion. But we did find out that this multiplayer mode is its own separate mode. Yes. So there is a single player campaign. Well. There's a campaign to the game that can be played with up to four-player co-op. Yes. Yeah. And this particular mode will not require all the cloud. Clouds. And yes. I, yes. I formally retract my prediction that it will be a free-to-play 
game. You can't. Because you're wrong. You, you, you can't formulate a track when you're wrong. No, no, no. To be fair, I could speak Look, to my... Look, I know I didn't win the lottery numbers, and I chose the wrong ones, but I'd like to refund this ticket for the right numbers because I meant to pick those. You can't retract it. You said it, and you're yeah, wrong. That's fine, but I'm admitting that I was wrong rather than being bullish. No, no, just say I meant well, that I was wrong. Well, we know you're wrong. Look, I'm trying to be gracious. You could admit, but you can't retract. You got to understand this, Steve. You can admit you were wrong, and I'll back you for exactly. that. But you can't retract your statement of... I was wrong. Yeah. I, was wrong. I won't be wrong about Sea of Thieves. I'll double yeah. down on Sea of yeah. Thieves now. But I don't think you are, because it's PC but, but as well. Say, I'm, I'm, um, and Prophecy says $60 for Crackdown for sure, so I think he's right. But I mean, yeah. I was pleased with what I saw. Worth every penny. I, I wasn't too impressed that, if it, that it started to get... Thanks, Orbs. I appreciate the, the support. Um... I, when I started watching at least one it, person believes you, Steve. Uh, when I started watching it, then all of a sudden it was going into like some sort of dev diary, and I was like, "Oh no!" But then they sort of pulled it around and yeah. then started to show my stuff off, and I was like, "Okay, this is fine." Um, well, the rumor is we're going to see more about it on the Xbox Daily show. Oh, yeah, that could be interesting. Um, so. Now there was a cool mm-hmm. gift I saw on NeoGaf uh, of one of the agents shooting a. Uh, a concrete wall and he was like writing into it and you could see it slowly destroying the wall it looked yeah. really freaking awesome that was really the neat. other thing but um the, oh, okay, Dave sorry, Jones you... came out and said that you know the developer is reagent games uh, yes I just I don't want to sort of which you were right myself, about but I, I did do some investigating a few months ago, and found Reagent Games, which was linked to him, and it turned out that they were, in fact, working on Crackdown. So, I'm feeling... Yeah. Steve was right about that. I, I was right about several things. Steve was right! Just not free to play. So, yeah. you know, it was it, no. was it was good. It was a bit of vindication. What was cool about this, another Do you want to retract game. anything before it becomes false? I'm just asking now before we, we get more announcements. Um... <laughs> you can't. Okay, Quantum Break and both Crackdown are exclusive to Xbox One and are not being released on PC. That's another yeah. thing we did learn. So I'm wait, did someone though. specifically I, I say that? No, but they didn't well, announce it that I... way. Like they have for everything else, they announce. They've been announcing Windows 10 and Xbox for just about everything. And they're not hiding it, yeah. and they're not for but those I... two. It says Xbox but One I exclusive. Can see why they're doing that? Okay. In my opinion, they've got a problem that they announced all these games that were coming first on Xbox One, and also the development processes were just this is the box you make this box you make it for this, and that's where your development resources go. The problem that they've got is that if they then start announcing all of these Xbox One exclusives for PC later, but for still for day one, you're going to upset the fans, and that's that's just that is. So what I think that you'll see is this later down the line you'll see ports, but everything going forwards will be Xbox One and PC. But I don't think that they feel that they can go back on Xbox One exclusive. They'll like, they'll change they'll they'll do it later. No, I think that I think Quantum Break and I think Crackdown will stay on Xbox One. I get I get the feeling they're not coming to PC. I think what they're doing with PC is putting multiplayer games on PC. But Crackdown has got big multiplayer do, involving the cloud. No. Uh- I think they'll yeah, get. But I think they'll get a year a out of game. it. I think it'll yeah. be a year exclusive Maybe. to the console. Like if it was within six months, they would have announced it for both. But if they do put it, it'll be a year out, and then they'll they'll launch it on Windows 10. Hmm. 
I don't know. I just I don't. It'll be more like I Tomb Raider. I agree with you, Vern. I don't think it'll I go. Think for, but if they because do, Forza do Horizon it. Two, that's not Forza Horizon isn't coming. But to Phil PC, has already you know? said that he um, doesn't think that traditional Forzas like that work on PC. I think it's I think it's much more likely that they'll send. Why would he think Crackdown would? <sighs> I, why Why not? Because but I mean, it's got that. It's no, got that multiplayer. I, wait, aspect. I want to argue your side real quick. Just cause. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 no. Literally, the game just cost three. Uh, uh-huh. that game has like the hugest PC community of all time. Yeah, it is literally possibly. cracked down with on steroids anyway. But we'll we'll talk about just cause in a little bit. But I, just, I, I get the feeling if a game has a has a, either a, a very strong multiplayer component to where that's the real meat of the game, like it looks like we're seeing for Sea of Thieves and Fable Legends. And Killer Instinct, which you know has the whole MOBA thing kind of going on as mm. far as the the payment style is concerned. Those are all very PC friendly. That's why I think games like Quantum Break and Crackdown may likely not hit. But PC. then, I, or if they do, it's going to be a long time a after. Year. It's not going to yeah. be a day and date at mm. all. Um, but no, it won't. No, I think, right? they're not, it won't I think they own the IP, and I think like it's for, the sales numbers too, Burn. And they own the IP, you know, like so, like. But even Sunset Overdrive isn't coming to PC it looks like so no but if let's say if Quantum Break break tanks on Xbox One it's coming to PC to pick up some extra yeah. sales yeah but then that, if it I does well on Xbox One you could think well we could get even more money off PC I think it's more likely uh, if it's no, about tanking no if it, if it blows up like Gears of War did for some reason you know if it's a big hit and it's something they could bring out every couple of years and make a lot of money well, off of break. they're not going to bring that well, yeah, they're not gonna. They're, yeah, they're they're not gonna bring what do you that. Think to Remedy would be able to make in a couple of years. Another quantum mm. break. Remedy's gonna start working on an emotional adventure for Flight Simulator 2017. Remedy can put out games a lot faster if they're not trying to create new IPs every time they make a game. Yeah. So I don't think if they're I not mean, trying to do an expansive not, new world. It's not the same I, thing. I mean, I yeah, still I think mean, they, they, they'll know how I to make think a game. They'd need at least. Three years, maybe. No, no, but but I don't probably see it coming agree. to PC. If it does really well on console, I don't see it coming to PC because they're going to want people to have a reason to buy an to Xbox. buy the next Xbox for the next Quantum Break. I mean, it's it's like what they're doing with Gears of War and Halo. They'll bring those games eventually to PC in certain cases, but it's not going to be a primary platform ever. Like Halo Five's well. not coming to PC. It's just not. Yeah. it's not going to happen. Halo. What is it online or whatever that the Russian thing is? I bet that launches worldwide. Why? Or Master Chief Collection yeah. might eventually come, you know, and then they'll bring Halo Five a long way down the road, you know. Yeah. Or like Gears, I don't see Gears of War Four coming. But to Rod PC, hinted you know? at it at the PC show. He was asked about it, and he was like, uh, "We'll see." Uh, after they, yeah, I still also don't see after it they announced Gears of War One Ultimate Edition for PC, which I know this is a bit different because Gears One was on PC, but. It, you know, it's, and they keep talking about how they about how the coalition and Turn Ten are working on on DX12. Yeah. DX12, yeah. So maybe maybe that happens, but I just it, it, they didn't announce it, yeah. And they flat out announced it for other games, mm. so it's not happening anytime soon. All right, let's get back on track. Crackdown, people, looks amazing. I can't wait. That is probably looks awesome. It, it's oh my god, there's. I want to say it's the top game for me for 2016, 
But Quantum Break also looks fucking amazing. I, yeah, it's Quantum like, Break it's, for me. I, I don't know if I could choose one of... Because I, I have this nostalgia for Crackdown. Like, I, I love it. I want to play it. But 2016 looks fucking amazing so far. Talk about another yeah. 2016 game. Scalebound gameplay demo was showed next holiday 2016. I feel good about this, too. Yeah. Because I was talking about how I think, hey, maybe this is going to be an open-world RPG. And a couple people were telling me, no, no way. I said, you know, I think it might be because Kamiya came out and said, or at least there was, a, was it like a day ago or two days ago, IGN, it was yesterday, mm-hmm. right? IGN did the the article about it and it, it mentioned something about Kamiya finally getting this game to happen. And if it's a game that other publishers aren't picking up for some reason, more than likely it's large in scope. So that's why I was thinking, hey, maybe it actually is an RPG. And guess what? It's an action RPG. And it looked so that's phenomenal. Cool. It looked, it, oh yes. my word. I tell you what, it's just, I have the same thoughts about this, similar thoughts about this as I did people complaining about the Gears 4 trailer at E3. Right, it's a, it's a year, it's a year plus out. Okay, and, and what, mm-hmm. okay, what Gears show was on a slightly smaller scale, but in my opinion, still a good announcement thing. But this was. It was a vertical slice, without exactly, a doubt. But, and, and, and so is this, but, you know, it was, this was a big action scene. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know, it showed the combat, showed the characters. Okay, okay, the script doesn't exactly seem like it's going to win any major writing awards. But, I, you, know, I, you know, but just all the fighting, the way you could tell the dragon to go and do things and you fight the people and then that other. Uh, what did the, what was the the thing that came out? Um, the other beast thing, and then you you know the dragon just wrecked him, and then the the guy wrecked him. Yeah, with the fire and all that. And it was yeah. like you know, and then I watched the the IGN extended thing, which was way what they did better. Was they cut like sort of was it like a three or two or three minute section out? But then yeah, the whole section and in then the on middle the, on the actual. Um, in the actual show, they cut that section out to show a trailer that actually skips right to the very end to announce four-player co-op, which is also something else I predicted, by the way. Um, and you don't have to retract it, do you? No, okay. no I'm just making no. sure because he was right. <laughs> Since he was right, he doesn't have to retract. So, He's confused about what you can and can't retract. If you get it right, you don't. Just make sure. Anyway, so it just it just looked, it just looked big, large scale, big. You know, because dragons aren't, you know, they're huge animals, beasts. So, and the worlds are huge in I this want, game too. I want it so. kind of like The Witcher in in the sense that in The Witcher, you know, you can sort of walk around and all of a sudden you'll just find these, you know, in comparison to the size of Geralt, you know, you'll find these big sort of creatures that you have to fight and take down, you know, if you want to. Yeah. I'm really hoping for a similar sort of thing. I think we'll get that, but I don't think the scope is going to be anywhere near The Witcher just because of the development time, and this is the first time Platinum Games is making a game this size, this scope. So I'm getting the feeling it's going to be not quite as big as a typical action RPG, but still pretty I just, I just meant that, um, like, you, you know, you can sort of go around and fight these other beasts just that sort yeah, of thing yeah yeah you can see an influence from tons of different games you see a little bit of monster hunter influence a little bit of dragon's dragon was it a dragon's dogma influence mm. you see like um uh, quite a lot of inf- influence from uh, xenoblade as far as the at least i feel as, as far as the art direction and the world building and i mean like geometry not necessarily lore um so it, 
it's a pretty interesting looking game. And it had and it had loot, and I like loot. Although I always find it weird how like when they find these like treasure chests or whatever they they have in these specific games, like he walks up to it and like kicks it. I was just like, that's the that's yeah. the least natural motion you could possibly come up with. But it's very Japanese and kind of charming yeah. in its own right. No, look, we got to pause real quick because when he kicked that chest with his foot, I celebrated. I was like, yes, we finally got it. the game with the kicking <laughs> foot because yeah. it's such a Japanese thing to do. Exactly. It's that's so what I liked about it. awful and terrible in, in every American way. He didn't bend over. He just went and kicked it, and it opened. I was stoked when I saw it. That, you know it I, made me so happy. In the original CG trailer, I thought the headphones headphones thing was like completely stupid, but it, it worked. It actually worked in this game. It is a really cool way to make battle music start. The idea that, okay, I'm going to put the headphones on and start jamming while I fight yeah, monsters. because why that not? That was really, really cool. Why not? Yeah. If, if you're going to have a, a realistic reason you're going to have battle music... It works. It makes sense. Looks like there are a bunch of different weapon types too. When they showed the four-player co-op section, they all had different weapons. Like the main, the main character in the game had the sword and shield, but then you saw another person with a broadsword, and he was using a, a bow and arrow at different points. So it looks like there's a lot of different ways to attack, a lot of different forms of combat in the game. So. Alright. Did he also target like he like marked one of the beasts kinda of like you do in the Monster Hunter games? Was that what he did in the beginning of the demo? When he first came across that other that other beast? Yeah. I think he Yeah, he did do something like that. It was like a mark, kinda of like Monster Hunter, so I wonder if that's gonna happen. As far as like maybe if you mark a monster it can run away and then you can find it again. Hmm. I just that just that'd be cool. Just like graphically, it looks so good, and okay, the frame rate wasn't a locked thirty, and there was some popping. I don't give a shit. It looked damn good. I'm gonna I'm gonna did, be and, feasting on this game. Like that dragon is gonna be feasting well, on his foes. I mean, they got over a year. They're gonna optimize this game. It's gonna. Run I, fine. I will say, by the way, holiday sixteen. I'm not buying that. I reckon they're going to shift it like they did Quantum Break. Yeah, no, I I think they might hit it. I I think what's going to happen is they're either going to focus on getting Crackdown or Scalebound out in time. One or the other will make it, and maybe, and then one or the other will be in early 2017. But Crackdown, they only said that the multiplayer was Summer 16. I don't think Crackdown is actually coming out in 2016. Like the you know, look, Steve. You think it's you, Steve, you think it's a multiplayer open beta? Yeah. I don't care what the fuck it is. I cannot wait to play with y'all and tear down a building. It's all that I care about. Well, the best part of need... Crackdown was always keys to the city. It was like I enjoyed Crackdown originally. It was a great game. You had fun in multiplayer, but once that keys to the city came out and they just let you do whatever the fuck you wanted, that's where Crackdown got like. 90% of its enjoyment was just like, I, I, let's go do some stupid shit. Like, that's what it was all about. I feel like Microsoft's like, okay, we may be able to get Scalebound out, we might be able to get Crackdown out, we might be able to get Sea of Thieves out, so let's just go for it, and if we get a delay one or two of them, we will. Yeah. That's the kind of feeling I'm getting from yeah. it, because they know they have Gears, which is definitely going to come out in 2016. Mm. Yeah, just so. a quick thing on Crackdown. Was anyone kind of surprised that they did, in the end, decide to call it Crackdown 3? 
Because yes. I thought that they were they I would... thought I thought they would pretend like Crackdown Two didn't. Yeah, happen. like yeah, that's what I thought they were going to do. I mean, I guess I'm glad they didn't ignore it though. Like, but it's a new city, though. This isn't the same city yeah. as Crackdown 1 and 2. So. Well, maybe, maybe what was it? Pacific City? Was that, was that it? Something like maybe that. that, yeah. And let's be honest, Crackdown 2 didn't sell at all. <laughs> except for people that never played Crackdown 1. I'm pretty sure it, it was actually did better out. than people thought it did. It just wasn't as good. It just didn't review well. It didn't review well, but it didn't. It didn't sell giant numbers. Like it was rushed, and that's it hurt like, the brand. Yeah, it, it definitely hurt the brand because it wasn't very good. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't as good. But then, as, what, what do you expect when you give a, a brand new development team thirteen months to get a game out? I mean, you know, ultimately that was that was all exclusively on Microsoft. Yep. So, but this one does seem like it's getting plenty of time. So. All right, well, moving on. Let's talk about the Xbox One gets full DVR functionality in 2016. Yay! So instead of sitting there being stuck going, hey, Vern, like, I, 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 can watch, I can watch over-the-air content. and I can, Yeah, this is only for over-the-air content, I, I can though, pause right? it for 30 minutes. Yeah, it's only for over-the-air. It's not going to record what's on your HDMI. Right. Even though they were showing, like, some weird shows to show up on your, like, fucking over-the-air content, but, like... They were sh- scrubs. They showed, I think. They showed, I don't know. There were just weird shows in the DVR that I didn't think were on over the air. But it is announced just for over the air channels. Not. I, I didn't watch this section, or I didn't remember. Did, did, can you pause live TV? Yes. With it. Oh well, you can already pause live TV. You can already pause the, live TV yeah, up to thirty right. minutes. But right. this, as long as your console's on standby mode, it'll record your shows in the background, even when you're playing games or when it's off. Not off-off, but when it's in standby mode. It'll just record your TV shows. If you're on your Windows 10 device in your house, you can just pull it up. You can download the shows onto your Surface or your laptop, have it on it so you can go on a plane flight, watch your shows yeah. on the plane, and like not have to worry about it. It's all right there. I'm assuming you can stream from Xbox to Xbox as well. I would hope so. Yeah. Um, like almost a community DVR. Like it's just, it would... Yeah, that'd be really out, nice. Yeah. I didn't pay attention. Did they say they you you could hook up a, an external specifically for this just to have a, a external yeah, I, DVR? It, I I saw Mike Ibarra mention something about it not limiting the amount of hard drive space you have for recording, but I didn't read whether or not you're allowed whether or not you have to partition a separate hard drive or not. Like because I mean, there's always the chance that. They might force you to partition a hard hard drive, like a separate hard drive to record on, and not let you use, I guess, the 500 gigabyte if you're already using an external for games, you know? Yeah. So hopefully they let you use the internal one along with whatever data is saved on it and don't make you have to partition or reformat a whole new hard drive. I guess we'll see. If it's not launched, they'll probably figure out a way to get it working later. All right, in the video they're showing off. I, I I'm playing video as we talk. Uh, they just and it's the next thing on the news is the Xbox One's chat pad. It's you plug it right into the bottom. You get your audio out, uh, and you can just sit there and BS around with it. You know, mm-hmm. it's it has two custom buttons that you can assign to whatever you want. So pretty much anybody that wanted a screenshot button. There it is. Uh, 
But you can assign it to do whatever. Like it, it doesn't have a set purpose actually. Um, one, there's one issue with the chat pad. I'm noticing. What's that? It's price. You can't. You, you can't use it. Well, that the price is thirty five bucks, which is ridiculous. Um, but also, the bundled headset with the launch consoles, not the ones current currently coming out, will not plug into that. Wait, I thought they said it was compatible with all controllers. Yeah, it is. But the headset won't plug into the chat pad. Oh, you need, I see you need a regular 3.5 jack yeah. headset to go into the chat pad. Oh, didn't they? Doesn't include. Uh, but they had this problem with the Xbox 360 one that the headset wasn't compatible, so they just chucked in another cheap headset. Yeah, they may they just go ahead will. and throw. They yeah. might. They might have to do that. So here. I think that's. I mean, maybe that explains why it's 35 pound because obviously the Xbox One headset is such a premium product. Not. It's nicer, yeah. I mean, you'll be able to use the official was that, stereo wait, headset. Quick question: Was that sarcasm? Yes. Thank you. It's sarcasm, just, but kind of not at the same time. No, no. I mean, compared to Sony's headset, yes, it's it fucking is really premium. Nice, yeah. It's fucking it's gorgeous. Like it's made out of solid gold. <laughs> made of gold. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but as a headset, it, it is like oh, it's okay. It, and it's definitely like world class <laughs> packaging too. Yeah. It's all soft and fuzzy in the inside, <laughs> like a, like it's a engagement ring or something. <laughs> all right, uh, while we're on the subject in the video, all future Xbox 360 games with gold titles will be backwards compatible with the Xbox One at launch. That's right, so go ahead and click the button, download every single time you see anything on games with gold, no matter what it is, because it'll just work. So does this mean... Starting in November? No, it seems that they meant starting in September. Okay. I would go ahead and still download everything. Like, don't even mm -hmm. think about it. Just go I'm ahead just curious. And just, I mean... Because I can't imagine they care about getting the uh, Metro games, you know? Yeah. I... And I think people are forgetting. This is the nice thing about the chat pad, though, is... With the Xbox controller working with Windows 10 so well, with the audio going through the headset or through the controller, having a keyboard chat pad on an Xbox One controller and you hooked it up to your TV, that could really help you out if you're playing like a first or like just anything on a PC game. HTPCs, yeah. Yeah, really nice. just to be able to talk in the, the room chat and not have to sit there and have a keyboard beside you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, thirty-five dollars is a it's a little steep. But wasn't yeah, the original chat pad the same price? Mm, I think I'm so. I want to say it was thirty-nine, even maybe. Yeah. Huh? No, it was thirty. I think it was thirty. So with inflation, and, uh, I, I don't know. It's still a chat pad. It's still it looks it's a little expensive. But uh, I like I told y'all earlier. I'm just gonna use Cortana to do dictation. Like I got connects everywhere. Like in Cortana looks fucking amazing, so I'm not. I, I don't think I'm gonna pick up a chat pad. I did for the 360; it was pretty awesome, but I think I'm gonna just go pure Cortana. Uh -huh. Um, all right, moving on. X. No, we talked about that. Talked about that. Backwards compatibility in Windows 10 come in November. Uh -huh. Pretty awesome. Killer Instinct Season 3 coming March 2016, and today we got a Battletoads character. We did. And I Killer I, Instinct. I, yeah, I'm downloading it right now. 
Or at least I was downloading it right before the podcast. So it should be done by now. Oh, I was going to download that, that, actually. That is so yeah. fucking awful. Like, we were trying to figure out where they were going to stick Battletoads characters. And it makes sense to put them in KI. Everywhere. <laughs> it, no, but it really makes sense to put it into KI, because it's already <laughs> dumb. Like, it's it's a joke, anyway, of a game. Like, not, not as a game, but as a... Like, it, like how they treat their characters and everything. It's like it was a bunch of like eighty movies knockoff, so it makes sense to throw some old games in there just to be like, Yeah, and Battletoads. He's gonna well, be it in there. It feels like Microsoft's putting Battletoads everywhere they can. But in an actual brand new game yeah. <laughs> at this point. So They're just like y'all love Battletoads, so uh But we don't trust that a new game will do that well, so we'll just put them in everything else. No, maybe they're just trying to market it to make people so. really love the idea. Instead of just like regular people, like instead of the hardcore going Battletoads, that they're like, hey, all you people that have been screaming Battletoads, let's build it up. Let's build up the hype. Let's get people's nostalgia built up a little bit. And that way, when we do release a Battletoads game, it just doesn't crash and burn instantly. And we go, why yeah. the fuck did we do this? They really need to do it, though. It's a good IP. I mean, I don't know how the games will turn out, but this is a strong IP still because they're likable characters. So now to download the Battletoads thing, did you have to do anything special, or did it just update the game? It just updated the game. Okay. I didn't. I didn't look in my uh, DLC to see if it popped up in that section off to the right, though. So I'll check that out later. Elite Dangerous got a patch. That's all I know. It did. It's got the multiplayer PvP mode. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, okay. Yeah, I believe okay. so. And also, they announced when the Windows 10 is coming to Xbox. I don't see the, the notes here. Oh, yeah, you said it in backwards compatibility and Windows 10 in November. Okay, I didn't realize that. Uh, it's not supposed to yeah, be. but the, and Mikey Barra also said that they are hoping to have um preview yeah have it in preview in september september which is uh, i want it now yeah but two months before that's pretty good that's uh, the thing it too it is i just i want it now they need it they need it right in the beginning of september that way they can test it for a long time and it goes nice and smoothly once everyone buys their xboxes in november you had to either boot up Battletoads and Rare Replay or buy something in KI to get it, yes. according to Michael. All right. Well, we've all bought something in KI, so we'll all get it. Oh, I'll, I'll get it through Yeah. Rare Replay. All right. Uh, lots of indies that are first on Xbox is what Jason wrote. <laughs> <laughs> all caps, what people. Were the, what were the big ones? Uh, Cities XL? Was one of them? Somebody just posted it. Cobalt, right? Cobalt is not Cobalt an ID Xbox game. No, Arc. that's published by Microsoft it's... and it's exclusive to Xbox One on consoles, at least. Cobalt, yeah, Cobalt was a game that uh, Mo Yang and uh, Oxay, I don't know how you pronounce it, Oxay Studio were working on for the buyout, and Mo Yang owned it because I think it was sort of one of those projects that not just like, ah, here's a load of money because you know he's got too much, and the game costs a little. So then, obviously, when the buyout happened, because it was announced at Gamescom 2013, and there's just no one's seen it since. Um, and at this point, you know, they've sort of announced it, and it's still an Xbox thing, which is the reason why it's exclusive. 
And this, it sounds cool, actually. They only talked about um, single-player... Um, sorry, about couch co-op, but it does actually have online co-op too, so I don't know why they neglected to mention that. There was some creepy horror game they announced too. Um, what's it called? Just they did. Oh yeah, City Skylines. That's what it was. That was that game. Also, Train Simulator, uh, Thimbleweed Park, which is the Ron Gilbert game, kind of like the Maniac Mansion and Monkey Island games, and. I don't remember the other game. It was kind of creepy looking. It had a Bioshock thing going on. Uh, oh, We Happy Few. We Happy Few, yeah, that looks really cool. Yes, uh, so that's made by Compulsion Games, who did Contrast, which I... Oh, okay. So I, I reviewed that when it came to Xbox One, and you know, it was one of those games I thought I'd quite like, and I'd be all right. And I was shocked. I, I loved it. You know, it wasn't particularly long. Really? I had a hard time getting into uh, it. Yeah, I just, I, I, I was really surprised. I just, I liked the style. I don't know. I just, I was... I yeah, was the artwork surprised. was cool. I'll have to try it again. Because when I played it, it was on PS4. And it was at launch. And it was quite buggy. So I just kind of gave up on it. Yeah, I mean, the Xbox One version, you know, it, one of those things where, you know, because so I think... You know, Microsoft was sort of not really in many places with their sort of indie program at the time, so it just just didn't end up happening. But it did actually, you know, it benefit from coming later. So mm-hmm. that's a, you know that that was a positive of being second. And plus, contrast was the game that took Drive Club's place, so I think a lot of people were kind of upset. <laughs> they were like, "I don't want contrast." Yeah, you you got a much better game. Trust me. <laughs> it's true. So, but um, yeah, I mean, there were some early access things announced too, yeah, right? Uh, so, Sheltered is one of them, which is actually on the store now. Now, which is funny now. because I so I backed it on Kickstarter um, for like five pounds or something, and I got my code through today for the. You know, for the PC early access, and I'm literally playing it as I talk to you now. Um, so basically, there's been some sort of nuclear event or something. I think it's a bit like Fallout Shelter, really. It's Fallout Shelter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was actually announced first. Um, but yeah. and obviously, so you have like a family of four, and you go into the shelter and you have to keep them alive. You can send them on expeditions and stuff, but you have sort of resources. You craft things, and you can sort of build extra rooms and all that other stuff. Um, and it, I'm, I mean, I'm playing the PC version. I don't know what the Xbox version is like, but this seems really fun. You know, I'm getting used to the expeditions and stuff because the way that it works is that you know you send people on expeditions, but you have to find like buildings and stuff, and then obviously you can sort of mm-hmm. plunder them for resources and then you can trade with people you can fight people uh you can make guns you know you have electricity and all that sort of stuff and you have to sort of monitor all their sort of a bit like the sims kind of thing like they're sleeping they're eating the thirst the cleanliness right. so it's a really interesting game i think i believe it's 15 dollars on the xbox one store but i'm not 100 percent sure um but that's up now in preview it is 15 i saw it all earlier right, cool and so yeah, so we happy few is also coming to preview, uh, as is was it Ark Survival Evolved? Yes, yeah, yes, which is the, uh, the game where you, that looked it looked incredible. The game where you can ride on dinosaurs. 
Yeah. So, but this trailer looked even better than the last one. Yeah. Um, I don't think that you. Thing is, uh, game preview. The idea it's not a problem, but I think that you can get away with on PC releasing a game in a much rougher state than you can on right. on console. Um, and people. No, but how they're doing it on console is fair. Yeah. Like you get it, you get a demo. You can try it for like an hour. And if you don't want to back it, you don't pay for it, and it's fair enough. Yeah, no, that's, that's yeah. fine. I, I, no, I, I, I will say Elite Dangerous is kind of weird, but, and the demo's not worth it, yeah. because it doesn't tell you what the game is, and I wish they would have shown you but, a little bit more. But Ark is in a really early state compared to the other stuff that's in game preview right now. Yeah. So that's why they're going to wait until the winter time, probably, yeah. to bring it out a to preview on Xbox finished. One. Yeah. Yeah, I will say. Well, not finished. So. That's the wrong word. Uh, a little less buggy and a little, I don't know, more something to do. Yeah, I, I do think that with Elite Dangerous, it's one of those occasions where they shouldn't force it to be. You know, you get an hour. It should be you have to have at least an hour because it'll be funny for some games. You know, an hour would be a decent chunk of the game, or it would be sufficient. But with Elite Dangerous, apparently, you can't even get through all the tutorials in an hour. No, the, well, the problem you can only is do tutorials. you can only do the tutorials. All right. The problem isn't the hour. Like, if, I think the hour's fine. I think that's fair uh, because it's it's the full game for an hour. As long as it's the full game for an hour, like it needs to be. Let me go out and fly around in space for an hour and right. bullshit around. And it doesn't let you do that though. No. Which, the only reason I brought that up was because I don't want people to... From playing the... I would have never bought bought it off of the, the demo that I got to play. But after watching people play it online and doing ever, other things, it was worth picking up. And it, it yeah. it's just not... I, I want them to make it a little bit more strict on devs on what that hour means. And it should be full game access, not tutorials. Right. I agree. Were there any other indies? I think that's all of them, right? Oh, no, they also announced that Beyond Eyes is available now. Yep. So. Which I assume makes you quite happy because you were quite interested. I already played it for about 45 minutes or so. Oh, you bought it? Yep. So if you're into walking simulators, it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. I mean, it looks really, really great though, and it's pretty clever. Like how the things that are heard in the distance look different than when you get up close to them. So it's pretty clever with with that kind of design. But it's not much of a game. I mean, it is a walking simulator. You literally walk everywhere, and that's it. Yeah, I've been playing not to do what you've been playing, but I've been playing Submerged. And I think it's the kind of thing where, mm-hmm. you know, I know also plays the Vanishing of Ethan Carter, you know, there's no there's no action. And that's not a problem. But when you play a lot of games like I do, and then, you know, you keep playing games that are just kind of like their experiences. They're not action things. And then right. you get to another one and you just think, uh, you know, I'm kind of right now just a bit burnt out on that. Yeah, it's kind of something you play in between a game and another game. It's not something you just only play yeah so all right i just wanted to point something out zorb said that's why i didn't buy it dustin uh i'm not endorsing anybody buying elite dangerous it is very early (laughs) you should definitely watch plenty of videos before spending your money on it 
and make it a sure something you're going to want to do. Don't just go by, oh, Dustin said it's good. That should, it's playable. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't, I, I don't want you to take that, my opinion like that. I enjoyed what I've played so far, but it's still extremely early and I look at it as just really early access. Like just. Oh, and there was one developer that's releasing like three or four games first on Xbox One. I forgot the name they of the developer. They were a German though. developer, and I'll be honest, the, mm-hmm. I, they didn't show the I, games. They just put. No, they just announced them, yeah. Yeah. Um, they they just said these are the games, Fire. and there was one of them that people couldn't actually work out what the game title was because one of the, <laughs> the logo kind of clipped over one of the letters. That's funny. All right, I just wanted to throw this out there. I'm looking at Ki. It just updated, and uh, it should. I got the Battle Toads character now. I got Rash, uh-huh. but okay. there's a second spot with just three question marks on it. Yeah, well, the question is for random. Is it random? Yeah, yeah, it's to pick a random oh, okay. fighter. I, I'm just yeah. making sure. I didn't know if that was... I, I yeah. didn't remember that being there. But they did announce that Season 3 will have guest characters. Multi, like, plural. And Rash is, one of the, is like the first of the guest characters. So we should be getting one or two more, which I'm curious about. Be, and this tosses get... up a, a huge disclaimer saying, Please note Rash's animations, moveset, and appearance are not final. Yeah, <laughs> they need to get the arbiter in there. That'd be awesome. The, and use the energy sword. That would be great. It'd be perfect. There are no costumes, by the way. You only have the one for rash. Oh, no, no, mm-hmm. never mind. There are. You got red rash and green rash. All right. All right. Where are we? We need to talk about Halo. <laughs> We are on... Well, we already talked about Cobalt. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, Halo we're 5. Halo. We're up to Halo 5. Uh, which was called... the absolute worst part of the conference. Which is surprising. Because I love Halo, but this was the worst part because they decided to shoutcast oh, an entire match. And I understand why they did it because they were trying to hype up the... Oh, they're they're hyping up esports, esports yeah. like a motherfucker. This is going to be one of the biggest esports games they've but ever done. But it didn't belong on stage at Gamescom. At it belonged all. after the after show. Exactly, it, it should have been be on Xbox Daily show. or something. Yeah, they could have. Not very funny. I know that all these things take time to make, like trailers and stuff. But I was, you know, because they've got this whole Spartan Lock Master Chief thing going on. I was expecting them to show like a Master Chief trailer. Kind of thing, and I guess That's that they needed to do. and I guess that they didn't because they want to keep that suspense kind of thing. But I was just a bit like, okay, if you want to do this, that's fine, but don't make it because. And it was like eight minutes or something ridiculous. Because I went, I went. Oh, it kept going and going, and and they they went ahead and didn't even show the whole Scalebound trailer. They made that cut. Well, they could have showed the entire Scalebound play sequence. But instead. the thing is, it's not so much that because they they gave IGN the extended cut. I think that was. You know, part of the deal with the IGN. I first. guess, but there was also the DirectX 12 thing they did segment, which was a demo we had seen like twice already. I think they that square demo. I think that they kind of filler. had. I think they're in a difficult position because there are games that they could have announced in that time, but they clearly didn't want to. And when I say could have, yeah, was... because there are games that we know exist that they haven't announced. But they obviously didn't want to, and they obviously kind of had the space that they needed to fill 
so that's just kind of what they picked to do it with. I just thought that a shout cast match was just not the way to do it. Yeah, they could have highlighted some of those other indie titles instead of... Uh, they could have had indie titles, they could have had... Um... Instead of just saying, hey, Beyond Eyes is available now, they could have actually showed another trailer or something. Yeah, like more Even for... Fallout. Or... I mean, I don't be funny. I was expecting Fable Legends to have a section. I mean, I don't be funny. As much as I don't particularly really want to see any more Fable Legends, that... it should have been there over that shoutcast. Yeah, and because yeah, well, you know, they could have, or just a trailer or something. I mean, we're still waiting for them to, mm-hmm. to give the final release date for the open beta. So, and they don't have any more events to make a big deal about that. They just have to make the announcement now. Yeah. So well, I don't know. It's kind of goofy. Gigantic. Or... or they might do it at Xbox Daily. That's true. Tomorrow or the day after. But then they so. also spend quite a lot of time on on Forza. And it's like, and they, it's yes. like I think that they they had a really tightly packed first two thirds. That was a nice trailer, though. It, it's not trailer. that it wasn't a nice trailer. It's just they had a really tightly packed last two mm-hmm. thirds, and then the final third was just. You know, like they showed the. Here's this other stuff. This, this other stuff. It's like this is 2015 that we showed at E3 already. And yeah. it's like the thing is, is that you know, okay, they showed us a new map in Halo, but it wasn't that exciting. No. So, you know, they need they had a pacing problem, and obviously they had that Windows 10 section, which is just. <laughs> Why was it there? Yeah. Crap. Because they didn't show like uh-huh. the thing is, I thought that the, was it what's her name? Poor Jasmine Lawrence. Like I thought she was gonna step. I wrote, I wrote it down. I thought she was gonna like step up on stage, and and then and then you know I felt like she was gonna get to something, and they showed that. And she did. They showed that Final Fantasy Tech Ten, and I thought, oh, maybe they'll at least announce like Final Fantasy fourteen for Xbox One. No, maybe uh-huh. they'll announce like MCC or something. They didn't do anything. For... She just came out and said the same thing we've heard at exactly. uh, Build, and then again at. Uh... E3 I mean, and the PC I'll be honest, I, so I wrote down all the things that happened in the conference in case we needed it, and I literally just put Windows 10 crap. <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that's how it felt. It. And then, you know, there was like a really short, you know, there was like Rainbow Six and Just Cause 3 trailers. The Just Cause 3 trailer was awesome, though. It, no, no, it was. I, I, that was worth is, having there. Yeah. The Dark Souls trailer was worth having there as well. That looked good. No, but, and then what I'm saying is, is that they the could have spent more time on them, and that would have gone down. Better. Oh yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, Rainbow Six felt like it didn't need to be there though. To mm-hmm. me, I thought Homefront looked good. It did. We, yeah, we didn't talk about Homefront. That did look. Sure, good. I don't want to keep firing off different things. I realize. Well, it's not on the point. list here though. On the notes, no, so. no. but. It is worth talking about Homefront. Yeah, I mean, though it was a weird place to show it because it was very Murica. Yeah, it was definitely. I mean, but it's been made in Europe, so. No, but <laughs> yeah. even Europeans are like Murica. It really felt it, it felt like a Murica game, though. So it was kind of weird to show up. Game scouts. Because obviously, so they had the EA access section for Halo. Not for Halo. No, for FIFA. FIFA, and then they announced the FIFA. And they said EA Access probably twenty times. Yeah, it's funny because (laughs) what nobody realizes is that they did actually announce a European price drop. Yeah, because the the one three sixty nine, three sixty nine, and the one terabyte is three nine nine, but the 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 one terabyte came in at um, 
450 when it was announced and it was weird I didn't understand why they didn't go 349 for the FIFA bundle either yeah that was kind of goofy so, but both of them come with a, a month of EA access was it a month I couldn't FIFA remember bundle. yeah yeah it was yeah. just a month uh, no, it was a year for the it was a year for the three ninety nine one for the one one terabyte. Oh, that's I think yeah, that's, that's, that's I good. Um, yeah, but then yeah, you know there was the bundle and there was you know you can play the game on September seventeenth, mm-hmm. and then so Just Wars three comes with Just Wars two, which we'll, we now know is going to be backwards was... compatible. And it and it looked and good. it's already a games with gold game though. It was, but it, but it, but, it, but yeah. the thing is, is that Phil Spencer and I saw that people. We didn't talk about the gears news that came out the day before. We can do that in a minute if you want. Yeah. But but the thing is, is that Phil Spencer kept saying or said after the announcement that he wanted to tell people to pick up the games with gold on 360, but he didn't want to draw attention to it. So ultimately, right. people didn't pick the games up. That's true. And and I think that the situation they've got is that. You know, when they've got these marketing deals, they're just trying to say, look, if people have already got the games... So what? Yeah. You know, because I think that what they'll actually find is that people don't have the games. Mm-hmm. You know, so they just think you would just give it to them. If they've got it, that's not much. You know, well done. Thank, thank you for listening. But the rest of mm-hmm. them didn't, so they're just giving away free. So, yeah, Rainbow Six comes with Vegas 1 and 2. Um, yeah, but since we're talking about backwards compatibility, uh, we can mention that both Shadow Complex and Gears of War are now available for preview members to download and play using backwards compatibility. And Gears of War Ultimate Edition, for anyone who plays it within like the first six months or something like that, the first five months. December. Yeah. Um, anyone who plays it during that time period will receive codes for Gears of War 1, 2, 3, and Judgment. Yeah. Now, a lot of people have said, well, that's not really that great because all of them have been games with gold except for Gears 2, but... Not new players, you know? Not new, people not new players. The Gears 2 wasn't. Yeah. And it's it's just it's a nice move. It's a great move. It's, it's a good move because you just, just give people the games... You know, it becomes a collection. Exactly, and it, it gives them everything. It gives them the chance to play everything. Like it's one of those, you know. I don't, I don't understand how you could be annoyed about it. It's, it's, it's just a great move. You know, I mean, it's, it's quite generous. And I've seen people complain about PC players, but I don't care about PC players. Um, it's a good move to be giving away these games. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I assume that they're not going to be like the the ultimate. The, Ultimate is probably a poor word to use. The the game of the year editions or something with all the DLC, so they'll try and sell you some seasons passes or some crap. But you know, it's I own the DLC already. Yeah, so I'm all good. So, so, <laughs> well, I'm not be funny. I own the, I own them all digitally. Anyway, yeah, I, 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 I don't own two digitally. I, I'm not sure if I do. I may do. I may do. I'm not 100 percent sure. So you know, so for me, you know, I'm not gaining anything from it. But it's just a good move. Mm-hmm. Um, at Dark Souls, they just showed a trailer, didn't they? A bit gameplay. Yeah, but it was a gameplay trailer. Yeah. So, so but they didn't announce any sort of exclusive content. It did look closer to Bloodborne. It was a lot faster paced. Yeah. Art style looked closer to Bloodborne too. All right, so. guys. Before we continue on, I got to restart the stream. For some reason, it keeps buffering, and mm-hmm. hopefully, we can get this fixed. Um, 
Give me one second. Hopefully this doesn't stop the recording. If it does, this will be a two-part episode. And we're back for part two of Xbox Uncut's reaction. Yeah, that's right. Game reaction. Scum. Reaction to Gamescom. For some reason, our stream keeps buffering. Uh, we tried to restart it. it. For some reason, it's just it's it's acting up. Uh, it's going between 770 kilobits per second down to 392, all the way up to like 2500 kilobits per second. It's just weird. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's doing that, but it is. I even updated my uh, I even upgraded my service to 20 megabytes upload, and it's still. I'm having issues. So on Friday, I'm getting a new modem. So hopefully all these issues go away because I'm going to go from a four channel modem to a 16 channel. So hopefully it uncluster fucks the network. Fingers crossed. But for right now, so where, where were, were we? we? Oh, Halo. We didn't Halo. talk about the Halo bundle. Halo bundle. It's 399. No, it's not. One terabyte. It's 499. Is it? It's 499. I'm sorry. 499. One terabyte. But it does come with the deluxe. Digital edition, right? Yeah, it's too expensive. And it comes with a a steel case. And yeah, it's kind of overpriced, but it's going to sell because it looks pretty cool and it's going to have cool sound effects and all that stuff. So the controller that comes with it is the lock controller, though, and not the Master Chief controller. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Well, yeah, but you can buy the Master Chief controller separately. I, personally, I think that they should have included both of them. Although, yeah, although for, then again, that then again that might suggest that it does in fact have split string co-op, which does not. So maybe that would have been a bad idea. Yeah. But yeah, it's not the best price. But I kind of want one. I'm not going to get it, but I kind of want one. I have, to, I have to run it past Maria. Looks pretty. <laughs> Alright, uh, is there any other Gamescom news? We... we didn't talk about Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, yeah. I didn't watch it, so I don't remember. Yeah, it had a, yeah Tomb Raider had a big gameplay demo. What about Halo? Tomb Raider Halo was. No, of well, course, yeah. it's the big yeah. ending. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh. But, but, for, but first Tomb Raider had kind of a Last of Us vibe in this particular demo, so more stealth, which, I mean, wasn't true stealth, it doesn't seem like, but how did you respond to, look, the, to the stealth fan? I'm okay with it because it looks like you don't have to stealth. It's an option. I can still go in guns blazing and kill everything if I want to. As long as it's not forced. If it's forced, I'm going to be kind of upset unless it's a really short portion of the game. Yeah. I I, I thought it looked good. It looks good still. Yeah. Very pretty. And it was weird. I'm excited about it. It was weird that they had like a proper another demo of that, but didn't of Halo. Yeah, I guess they had something available, you know? Whereas yeah. Halo, they probably didn't have it available yet, or they didn't want to show it because of spoilers or whatnot. Um, they did reveal a whole bunch of tombs. Uh, they showed like a, not a montage, but like a screen with all the different pictures of the different tombs. They didn't announce any multiplayer, so I'm thinking there's not going to be multiplayer in this game. And that the the focus went from multiplayer to optional tombs. Which, I think that's a great thing if that's the case. Yeah, because Edos Montreal were the ones that did the, the tombs. 
Mm-hmm. And, and last time you did the multiplayer. Sorry, yeah, that's what I meant. You just mentioned the the multiplayer last time, and this time when they announced that they were involved again, they weren't like, oh, you know, they're doing. They just said that they're working on the tombs, so the challenge tombs, yeah. But then it's kind of weird that if there is just no, um, um, if there is no multiplayer, why they haven't just said it. No, they haven't said it yet, but th- I'm thinking there's not going to be any. Yeah. So that's good. And then we closed with Halo Wars 2, um, which is awesome because Creative Assembly is on it. The creators of Total War and Alien uh, Isolation. So it's a good development team on there. Yeah, and apparently Creative Assembly has over 300 members on their team, and it was only 100 members who worked on Alien Isolation. So they do have the manpower to make this game without a whole lot of help. It looks like so. And it's it's interesting because it's Sega who owns Creative Assembly, yet Creative Assembly is still developing this game for Microsoft. So yeah, I think it's it's a good want... sign that they were able to get you know like a a top name studio to do it. I mean, in the, in the RTS, you know, well, I don't think it really, I don't think they could have picked anyone much better. Yeah. There were, yeah, there was no one better that they could have even had. So I'm pretty surprised they got creative assembly, honestly. Yeah. So it was them or doing, doing a first party or getting the best. Well, we all kind of assumed that Decisive Games was going to be the team that worked on it because that name was dropped by Kudo. And when you did your job searches and stuff, you found out it was a RTS type company, right? They called themselves a strategy game studio, which I mean, fast forward, I think we can take from it. Um, but maybe they're working on Age of Empires. Yeah, that, that's, that's a possibility. That's what I and some others have taken from it. I mean, I, I did wonder if perhaps it might be a, a case of the fact that they would help on, um, you know, like um, what Jade Raymond's new studio is doing at EA, where they're helping on Star Wars whilst they get their, you know, whilst they sort of get up and yeah, running. Yeah, but they would have, they probably would have put that in the trailer. Because it's not like people don't know the team exists. I mean, Kudu right. did actually mention them. But, so. but how many people do know they exist? I don't think yeah. I don't think anybody does know they exist. So I think it's very difficult. I think it's the sort of thing where I think that at a later date, they'll come out, you know, if they were to announce something, say next year, they would say, oh, by the way, we're or, also helping on Halo Wars, but for 2017 or something, we've got Age of Empires or whatever. Or do we think that um, maybe they'll be working on DLC? Remember how they made a separate studio after Ensemble Robot closed? Entertainment. Yeah, 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 just to work on DLC. So maybe Creative Assembly gets the game out the door and Decisive does the maintenance and DLC before they move on to a new project. Yeah, possibly. But... It's not a Civil War type game. We still know it's humans versus uh, a Covenant. Yeah. Because there was a it was a brute, right? Yeah, but we they don't showed... know. We need to find out what's happening with the brutes in Halo Five before we say anything, though. 
Yeah, we also don't know when it takes place. You know, does it take place after the first Halo Wars, or is this going to take place after Halo Five? Yeah, because they also on on the Xbox Wire post about it rather somewhat strangely. Actually, they said we're very deliberately not talking about where it's set or anything. Yeah, so that would be cool if it's after Halo Five and continues some kind of storyline that pops up in there. So. I mean, it's it's exciting. I mean, it, it helps round out that 2016 lineup, which is looking pretty damn good now. Blockbuster. So. Their, yeah. their 2016 lineup is it, it, it's mayhem. Stunning. <laughs> it's yeah, they're it's, gonna move something. Look, if the best <laughs> if the best lineup of Xbox history was 2015, I don't know what you call 2016. Um, the thing is, I would also say that I do think that it is kind of slanted towards the holiday a bit more than I was sort of hoping. But you know, me too. But the thing is, so the, can I list what's what's 2016? Is that is that right? Yeah, yeah from just from top to bottom. Of, in terms of what Microsoft specifically are publishing, I'm not going to include Indies because. It'll be here forever. Okay, so they've got Quantum Break in April. Um, then in the sort of spring summer period, they're supposed to recore and the, the Crackdown multiplayer. Um, they also confirmed Sea of Thieves was 2016, and then in the holiday, uh, you'll have Scalebound, Gears of War four, and Halo Wars two. A Killer Instinct mm-hmm. season three is also in March. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what's that? Eight titles? Yeah, eight titles. I mean, that's that's a huge lineup. Um, well, they're also, and I, I know it's an indie, but Cuphead is part of their lineup, I would say. Since it's, it's an exclusive, and it looks like it's going to be a pretty big release for an indie. So they'll try to position that in a way where it's separate from the others as well, I assume. Yeah. So, but that's big. And the thing is, is that outside of those eight games that I can think of, there are five things that we know exist. And they've announced everything. As it stands, for between now and the end of 2016, no, there's no titles due currently for 2017. If something slips, it slips. But there's five five things that we know exist that they still haven't announced. And you look at you look at E3 and Gamescom next year, right? Are they going to have what five or six of those games to show at E3 and Gamescom? Plus, announced what games yeah. are you talking about? You're talking about maybe like Press Play, so, Twisted Pixel, so both Forza of- Horizon Three. Yep, uh, State of Decay follow up. Um, yeah, which we know that there's one coming. Quite what it is and what it's called, it's just the details. And Probably then, 2017. Yeah, but but these are all things that they've still got to an, or could announce in the right. you know in the next year. And the final game is Lionhead's new IP. Now, right, even if that new IP ends up, I don't know, ends up being Fable Four or something, we know that they have an incubation team working on their next thing, and I think it's reasonable to think given the the timeline that they were talking about last year they were suggesting that they were going to announce it around sort of this time this year when they talked about it last year so the fact that it's not here means that they're going to get an extra what 10 months or so presumably mm-hmm. so i think you know that'll definitely be there i mean so maybe it's a bigger project i i think that they just they just haven't got fable I think I think that there was a very conscious decision not to announce these things. Right. Um, they just said, you know, let's just let's just announce. You have to imagine everything. the Twisted Pixel game is a lot bigger than what we're expecting, though. You, compared to something like Loco Cycle, yeah. I mean, yeah, all, yeah. All it's probably previous, twice the size. Because previous, previously, last generation, you know, it, it was sort of at worst, it was sort of a game every other year. Whereas this has right. been two years and it's still not announced yet. 
Um, I mean, you know, there's there's sort of three things. You know, there could be another rare game that could be actually you know decisive games if they turn up. Um, you know, and then there's other partnerships that you know when you look at when you get into next year, there's things like if there's a Sunset Overdrive two could be announced next year. You know, do they have they got another game with Frontier Moon Studios? You know, and you look at Ruffian Certain Affinity Access Games with D four. So you know, if they've sort of renewed their partnerships with any of these game, any of these companies, something else could come. Yeah, you know, there's you know, and you, and I think that there has to be another event between now and E three. Yes, because there's too much. There's just too much. Well, they got uh, what is it, the video game reward show that they're they're doing? I, but that, they're, the thing they're is, not going to announce a big AAA title there, though. You, yeah. The thing is, you're also not going to announce a Twisted Pixel or a press play game there. It's no, just, because the amount of money that it will probably cost to get on the stage is probably about half the game's budget. Yeah, I can't imagine Jeff Keighley's cheap. Um, and I think that the the video game awards is to keep that show going. I think mm, he might be. He, yeah, he might be taking whatever he can get. Actually, that's true. But I think that the video game awards will very much be Quantum Break, Gears of War four because the beta is in spring. So so mm-hmm. we haven't had a, a blowout for that yet for the multiplayer. So and we're gonna have to have one. So a big trailer, maybe some gameplay of it. And then, They'll show a bunch of indies too. And we'll then, see Tacoma. We'll see Cuphead. We'll probably see Ashen again. But then Recore, which is due for spring, even if that gets they moved need to, to show Recore. So, you know, I think realistically, like I, said, I think it's all about setting re- realistic expectations. I don't personally expect them to go into t- in the Game Awards and announce anything new. I think that they would save that for something more xbox because they've got enough to justify being there that people would want to see so where do you think they're gonna show all this stuff then they would have to have, have their own event that, like x, psx right could, don't they have x x whatever event like x, every, x, oh that was a long time ago x15 is in two weeks in canada it's not a, it's not yeah. a big thing is gdc is possible they announced Gigantic at GDC. They announced... I mean, it was a long time ago, but they did announce Gears of War 2 at GDC 2008. calling it. They're going to announce it at Build. Or they do their own separate press conference and this the on thing, campus they, and, not, and invite everyone there. Well, the thing is, is that they have to have a preview event. So, so when Gears Judgment came out, something I noticed that they did two preview events for it in that period. And obviously Quantum Break is coming out like... The equivalent of what, four years, three years later, or something, three weeks after Judgment did in the in the calendar, and also as I said, you've got the Gears of War beta recore, you know. So they're going to do a preview event. I mean, that sort of preview event could be where you turn around and say, "By the way, here's a, a Twisted Pixel and press play game." Like, I don't think you need to put them on stage. A conference, but like they yeah. they may do, but it's not the thing that you need to. Kalimba never had any stage time, and neither did Max. Um, Loco Cycle got a very short teaser trailer when it was originally announced. Well, it depends on how big it is. If this Twisted Pixel game is a lot bigger than what they've done in the past and they have confidence in it, they're not just going to show it as a preview unveil. I mean, no, but, but what I'm saying is they, they, special. But they could announce it there because when you announce uh-huh. something, you, you don't just play it like you do with Scalebound. You, you know, you talk about it. 
you know right. what the game is and all this other, and you can just avoid that section if the game already is already announced. So then they can just get straight into oh by the way here's a, here's a trailer, or you know here's just a, a gameplay section. So I think it makes sense yeah. for them to like next year. I think there's a bigger possibility than spreading things throughout the year because otherwise they're not going to have any time for anything E3 apart from these games with the amount of time they spend on them. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, so then and then and obviously we got 2017, and I can't imagine that you know Phil's thinking, sitting in his sitting in his office in his in his Game of Thrones like Xbox chair or something, thinking, oh, you know, I've done now. 2016 looks great. You know, they'll be working on big new things that they want to announce. Yeah, they already they're, are. They're already. Yeah. He's already full force in yeah. 2017. I mean, they, at this they've point. already they've already signed those games. Yeah. It's just a case of when yeah. they show them. So then, so then you obviously you have those announcements, and it's you know I think like this Gamescom was about closing the gap between because like the the big three that they showed were all announced in 2013 or 2014. Right. Whereas now that everything they've got announced comes out as it stands in the by next the end two of years. Well, this year, next year. Yeah. yeah so in the next. 15 months everything's out I think then they wanted to squash that gap up have all those games in them so they can sort of ride out a bit and then focus on closer reveals to the announcements but also showing gameplay right so I wouldn't expect them to show a, a... do you think it's getting him in trouble because I mean we saw Crackdown and Scalebound a lot earlier than um, we would have seen in the past as far as gameplay is concerned based on the type of footage we've seen. I mean, um, do you think it's going to hurt him? Because Scalebound obviously was kind of a a rocky build as far as the frame rate was concerned. And Crackdown also looked very early. Do you think they showed that gameplay too soon for both of them? I did think Crackdown, because it was sort of Dev Diary-ish, I'm not a fan of that. But Scalebound was fine. It was a, it was a big long demo. You know, it wasn't technically perfect, but mm-hmm. not many. Of the, I mean, the, the the was the Uncharted Four one early E three when it crashed on them when they started doing it. You know, you have to show these. Games yeah, but you off. didn't have any frame rate drops. No, you, but you but you, but then but then they've had two demos in a row where they've had big crashes. Yeah, that's true. So it's it's pretty software. I mean, at the end of the day, the other mm. option is to just not actually play it live on stage and to just make a video and make it look like someone's playing it. But even some of the animations in Scalebound looked placeholder. <sighs> yeah, but I, look, is, they said holiday sixteen. I think, and even yeah, even, yeah plenty of time. Even casual yeah. gamers look at it. You know, I don't think they're going to turn around and go, "Oh, so it's going to look exactly like that in in a year's time." Uh, they'll, they'll well, just... they didn't lie like Ubisoft. That's the... one thing Microsoft's not doing. I mean, they came out and showed gameplay for Gears. They came out and showed gameplay for Scalebound, and now Crackdown. So. And, the, and that's what people and want. So mm-hmm. you know, and things... it's honest. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, I did notice the huge amount of popping on the grass when he when he first runs down. But yeah. that's an Unreal Engine thing, honestly. Um, I ran the kite demo or whatever, and the poppins looks just like that. So, but but even then, but you you just look when when you're at this stage, it's it's a vertical slice. At the end of the day, that mm-hmm. they've just polished up. I just I can't personally think that it's getting them in trouble. You know, people right. com- start complaining for the sake of things. Oh, but the gears the gears thing was boring. No, but it wasn't. Okay, you I just yeah. it wasn't scale bound, and scale bound was very different, and then it was a lot more actually. But it was a great g- gameplay section. It was a good demo. Yeah, you just there's you know. 
Quantum Break in showing gameplay in 2013 was too early. Yes, but this is you know this is a year out. I like I like their honesty. I like seeing what the games are. I like how they're talking about them. Xbox fans should be very happy with the approach that they've got. Yeah, Phil right. Spencer is doing the right thing. I think Gamescom overall was awesome for Microsoft. It it did it, it was a good show. It, I think they lived up to what they said they were going to do. It wasn't a like really boring press conference. It was it was good. It had some really high highs and some really low lows though. Like like I said, I, I thought the pacing was not good. I think they I think they could have used one more rehearsal. There were a lot of fumbling over lines. Uh, it even seemed like there was a teleprompter issue during the crackdown yeah. announcement. Mm-hmm. So was it, it the Mojang guy? He seemed so nervous. Oh, poor guy, so, man. Yeah, he was, was like so stage fright. Yeah, yeah, he was really really nervous. But everyone seemed nervous. I got the feeling that it wasn't it wasn't that I got the feeling it was under rehearsed. So yeah. But Mo Yang, the guy, if you're listening, you did a good job. Don't be afraid. <laughs> I think we're not kinda, critiquing. I think you guys like quite enjoy Cobalt, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Multiplayer. I have no interest in it. Things. It seems fun. <laughs> you suck. You don't like stealth. Your opinions. <laughs> I also right, don't well, like action. Uh, folk, what, what's character action games? Oh, so yeah, I was actually pretty excited. Suck, so. Yeah, so I was pretty excited that Scalebound ended up being an RPG and not a character action game. Also, yeah, it it does look. It didn't look. I didn't think it looked that Japanese. Like I thought it looked. You know, it, well, the was, art style wasn't. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, it wasn't. You know, I think it had perhaps a small sort of hint at it, but generally, I thought it did look quite American. The monster designs were very Japanese, and the armor is very Japanese. But the and actual character, yeah, but the actual character designs looked a little closer to Western. America. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up our Gamescom show for this week. Unless anybody has anything else they want to talk about. Nothing too exciting. It's just the EA press conference is tomorrow. Um, yeah, and there's it's a square DX... one too. Square? Don't you mean Blizzard? Square Enix is doing not a conference, but Square Enix is 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 showing off the Final Fantasy. Sort of. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, okay, whatever. Um, no, I'm, I'm joking. Um, and then, and then the, Blizzard, yeah. There's a Blizzard, and there's there's a Call of Duty showcase as well. Um, but also on an Xbox related note, the Xbox Daily shows begin tomorrow evening. Not hundred percent sure on the times though. Um, it's it's eleven o'clock my time, so it's twelve o'clock Eastern. Eastern, yeah. Oh, wait, in the morning. Yeah, it's yes. no- well noon. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, so it's like it's five it. o'clock for me. Okay, that's yeah. that's fine. What am I doing? Oh, I should be in at five o'clock tomorrow. That's fine. And that's on both days. That's tomorrow and the day after. Yeah, so there's only two. But yeah. But they said there's new announcements. So I don't know what they'll show off. Maybe a new indie game. Maybe like a new character in Fable or something like that. Or but they said that uh, about the three ones, and apart from the dashboard, which was a new announcement. They didn't really. There were a couple things. They showed off the the scuff controller and 
that was a new announcement. And then, like, I, I, I know it's not a great thing, but it was a new announcement. There were a few things, so. All right. Well, I do want to let everybody know our new time of programming will be 8 p.m. Eastern from now on um, instead of 7 p.m. So I have to go through and edit all the icons and everything saying 8 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> uh, that's when we're going to start recording the podcast and going live. Hopefully the stream will hold steady next week when I have my new modem. Uh, and we'll keep broadcasting and doing our thing. Mm-hmm. And I just sprung that on Steve and Vern. They, they had no idea about that. So That's all right. 8 p.m. Eastern. Well, we were going to do it later, but I decided not yeah. to because it would be too late. It's and write us late. letters. Letters at xboxuncut.com. Yes, letters at xboxuncut.com. That's right. Do you want to and see please check Vern out Prime. steverules.com. steverules.com <laughs> to check out all his his uh, predictions that he is retracting now that they're wrong. <laughs> he's going to write an article, the retraction, and then he's going to retract the article after I, I, I yell <laughs> yeah, at him. That's a good there. idea. So, uh, the retraction. I think that's a great article title, Steve, for you. The retraction. It's a good, uh, episode title. Yeah, mm. the retraction. We're using it. Oh, no. But, <laughs> that's, that's, thanks so like that's much for harsh. tuning in. We appreciate it. Peace out, everybody. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>